to the Practical Family Podcast with Jennifer Bryant, encouraging your family to build strong foundations and healthy homes. Hello and welcome back to the Practical Family Podcast. I'm Jen Bryant and it is almost Christmas time and we are excited to share new and wonderful things with you. Today I have on the podcast a special guest. He's a youth pastor from Madison, Wisconsin. And Vince Pieri has written an album, a children's album of songs that tells the message of the gospel from beginning to end. We have fun in this conversation talking about homeschool and learning history and what his journey through learning to play music and then eventually songwriting was like that may be very inspirational for some of you with children who are musically inclined or who are especially creative in those areas. So I want you to listen to this episode today with an open mind and open heart to the different ways that God has given us gifts to communicate his gospel message. A little bit about Vince before we start. Vince Pieri's passion is to see people of all ages encounter the love of God through transforming relationship with Jesus Christ. He has ministered to students and kids in local churches and in parachurch ministries for the last nine years, and currently he lives on the west side of Madison, Wisconsin, with his wife Joanna, and is currently an associate pastor at High Point Church. Before we get into the full interview, I want to remind you that you can also watch my uncut, unedited version of this interview when you sign up for the Practical Family Community Newsletter, and you will have access to the freebie library. The freebie library has all of my uncut podcast videos that I just started recording actually. It's not for all of the episodes, but the last um, four of them are in there, I believe. And you get to just kind of see us talking with each other. And then you also have access to all of my printables for homeschool and family life as well. So make sure that you sign up for the Practical Family Community. Go right to the homepage or you can see the link in the show notes for this. And you as a community member get access to all of those fun things. So thank you for listening to the podcast. We are on episode 51 today, telling the greatest story through music. The Greatest Story Ever Told album by Vince Pieri is available on Apple Music and Spotify and basically wherever music is sold. You're going to want to get this album for your kids right away and it's just in time for Christmas. You can just click and order that right away. And also we have some giveaways at Practical Family. We're actually giving away our copy of the Heart of Worship Christmas Family Songbook. So since it's so close to the holidays, we have that Christmas songbook for free also in our freebie library. You can download it for free, but we're also doing our five days of giveaway at the end of November, which includes special gifts for Christmas, along with the Heart of Worship Family Christmas Songbook. But Vince Pieri's album, The Greatest Story Ever Told, is going to be a special collection for you to use all year long. Because again, this is the greatest story of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of the entire Bible, chronologically from front to back, or beginning to end, (laughs) rather. And it's just an amazing tool to use for the family, with your kids, play it in the car, and use it as a catalyst to talk about scripture together. At the end of this episode, we'll also talk about freebies that you can access to go along with the album, so don't miss out on that. All right, so let's get into this interview, my conversation with children's pastor and songwriter, Vince Pieri. Hey, 
Hey, Vince. Hello. Welcome to the Practical Family Podcast. So glad to have you on today. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Oh, man. So I first discovered this awesome children's album that you created. And today we're here to talk about the greatest story ever told. I mean, which we know is scripture, which we know is the Bible. Yes. But you have turned the Bible into songs. And I'm so excited to hear about your process today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's see, about a year ago, almost exactly now, um, we had just finished uh, recording our first kids album, which was called Truth Pillars. And it was just simple um, kind of core truths about salvation and having our identity in Christ paired with Bible verses. Um, and we had rolled that out and kids were really singing along and liking it. And um, I was so surprised by how fast kids from the church had memorized the words to that album. So it just got me thinking, if we did this again, if we did another kid's album, what else could we do with it? What could it be used for? We've got tons of homeschool families in our church, which is awesome. And I remember talking to one of them who does classical conversations, and she was talking to me about the timeline of the world song. Yes. You familiar with that? We all sing it in our sleep, let me tell you. Yes. <laughs> in our sleep, it's, we hear it. <laughs> is that a part of the classical conversations curriculum, or did someone just make that based on it? Or No, it is. It's That's part okay. of the curriculum, but there are a lot of other families who make up songs to like all the facts, all okay. the science, everything, and they are so creative, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one of the moms was showing me this song, and it's like a 15-minute song, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, and she was like, my four-year-old knows every word. And then I thought, wow, this must be a just super engaging song. And then I listened to a little bit of it, and I was like, this song's kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like this professionally recorded, like, Disney Channel kind of song. Yeah, no, it's true. At all. It's, it's simple, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, wow, um, and it just reminded me again, you know, how effective music is in helping kids memorize a whole lot of information. Um, at the same time, I was noticing so many of our kids were coming up through kids' ministry, graduating in fifth grade, and if you said, tell me the story of Abraham and Isaac, they could tell you the story. If you said, you know, tell me the story of Moses, they could tell you about the ten plagues, but if you said... Who came first, Abraham or Moses? They'd have no idea. Oh, true story, right? That's a good point. Yeah. How will they yeah. learn it in in order? Huh. Right, yeah. right. And if you said, you know, what book is the story of Abraham found in? They, most of them don't know. You know, you say, where's David? They don't know. Um, and so... I realized we tell them, especially by fifth grade, you should be reading the Bible on your own. Sit down and read it. But they open the Bible and they look at the table of contents and they go, where's Abraham? <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't see, where's the David book? Where's the Abraham book? I don't know where the stories are. I don't know where the few stories are that I know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they fit together. I don't know what these books are. And so they say, okay, this is too complicated. It's too much. They, they're not going to say that, but that's kind of what I thought might have been going on. Yeah. So at that point, like, all those things kind of came together, and I said, what if we took all the Bible stories and all the books that they're found in and just told the whole story 
um, through song and put it all on one album, would that be enough to like unlock the mystery of the table of contents and of the whole story? And um, so far, it seemed like it's it's working, which is very cool. Oh, I love that. I love that. That that is exactly one of the obstacles that we come up against when we're we're just trying to teach our kids the Bible. I mean, of course, we start with the picture book Bibles, and and it, it, it's simple, simple stories like that preschoolers can understand, right? Yes. And then once they graduate up to elementary, you want them to be able to know and recognize like quoted scripture, right? I know yeah, a lot of families, yeah. it's important to, to families to have their kids come into adult church with them, and, and there are a lot of churches who do, you know, kids in the main service, and that's great if they're not having an already separated children's church or something. But having scripture be a part of their lives and that the stories make sense, and like you said, that the the biblical characters are easily found, that they can navigate their own Bible by the time they can read on their own. Yes. That is so important. Vince, can you give us a little bit of your background? We know that you're a children's pastor in um, Madison, Wisconsin. How did you come into this songwriting situation here? Uh, Well, I grew up playing piano. My parents made me. And I was like, piano is for girls. <laughs> I don't want to play piano. Let me play guitar. Oh, and my man. parents were like, no, you have to play piano. So then in eighth grade, one of my friends down the street got a guitar. And I said, okay, Jeff got a guitar. Can I get a guitar now? And they were like, all right, fine. And I loved the guitar. Um, and I said, can I quit playing piano? And they were like, fine. And that is one of my biggest regrets was quitting to play the piano and that they let me quit they should have i'm actually just coming back around now at 32 to try to kind of relearn how to play but um yeah i just started playing guitar in like eighth grade and i don't know there was just something in me that was like i'm gonna try to write a song you know i don't know why some people say i want to try to learn songs and some people say i want to try to learn them and try to write them but something in me just said i want to try to write this and then just you know met people we lived in like a decent sized town so there's other high school kids trying to do music so learn from them started leading worship for the youth group at my church so i was just yeah i just started i think writing all that time and then in my early 20s i went through a period where i tried to quote unquote make it as a professional musician and i played in lots of different bands and tried probably three or four years to do that Dropped out of college, the whole thing, and uh, failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, I wasn't really walking with the Lord at that time. Mm-hmm. And when I kind of got back into my faith, that was when I said, eh, I don't think I need to try to make it anymore. And then I really put the whole songwriting thing to the side for a long time. And it's felt, it's felt like a very redemptive thing that now like nine years since I stopped, I've kind of picked it up again for the sake of writing music for kids to help them grow spiritually. I'm sure there's still some, you know, ego things in there or, you know, selfish things about it, but it feels a lot more pure than it did 10 years ago when I was just doing it to try to become famous. So that's been really, really fun and, and uh, yeah, really good. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I thank you for being honest about just your journey and where God leads you 
in that, hey, I, I thought I was going to do this and I didn't and I failed and I messed up. It's, it's empowering to be able to say, I failed in this area of my life, but God used it for good. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. never, it's never something that should keep us down for long, but it's beautiful because we yeah. know that God uses those moments in our lives for his glory. And yes. yeah, I totally get wrestling with the ego thing because whenever you're a creative person, you're always going to be like, okay, was that for me or was that for God? <laughs> was that for right. Me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I get it. I it totally so get it. It was so funny. Uh, one of the dads from the church was like, these songs from the from the greatest story thing. He was like, uh -huh. they're so good. He was like, you could totally make it as a musician. He didn't know anything about my backstory, and I was like, listen, man, I tried. <laughs> You're like, la la la. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is cool though. You, know, there's something to be said about, and that's why I wanted you to share that story because families out there listening right now may want to help their kids to embrace their own individual creativity, right? And to yeah, hear yeah. the journey of somebody else who tried and, and maybe in their own strength didn't, but when they finally came back to the Lord, God made it all right. You know, we need to be able to see those patterns in, yeah. in, in just how God is so gracious with us and He loves us. and. This is yeah. all for his glory. This is his greatest story. This is not like Vince made up a story and he's selling it. You know, right, this, right. Is, <laughs> yes. this is God's story that can bless families. And yes, memorizing anything with the mnemonic device of music is beautiful and amazing. And God created us to learn that way too. So yeah. that's wonderful. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's been interesting. The youth pastor at our church, I'm a kid's pastor, but the youth pastor was telling me that he he's in seminary right now, mm -hmm. and in one of his classes, um, they started just talking about that, I guess, and I hadn't even heard this before, but that the Israelites, back in the day, like pre-Jesus, that this is one of the ways that they would teach their kids, is they were putting, they put a bunch of their historical stories to music, and they would sit around at dinner and sing the story, and so that felt like this kind of weird revelation to the this feel you know it feels like all oh, this brand new thing and actually when we started writing well before we started writing it, I said I don't want to do this because I'm sure it's already out there mm. you know I'm sure someone has already done this and I scoured the internet I looked everywhere and I couldn't find it and maybe it's there somewhere and I just haven't found it the, the closest thing I found was a similar project but it was like four CDs long mm. and from the 90s and it just sounded really, you know, kind of dated and like wasn't maybe really gonna um, work. Like it wouldn't probably have worked for our church to just take those four albums and use it. Mm -hmm. But you know, so it felt like this, oh, this wow, this cool brand new idea that nobody's done. But then it was like, no, from back in the day, this is what believers in God have done. They've taken the stories, they put them to music, they've used it to teach their kids. So yeah. Absolutely. I love that. What great confirmation, right? Oh, that, yeah. that this isn't a new concept that parents are to teach their kids. Like, you know, Deuteronomy says, when you lay down and when you rise up, teach these things. And somebody back then thought, what if I hum a tune to this? <laughs> and then yeah. they caught on, right? It's, it's, a, it's in us. It's human and it's in us. I like what you said too, Vince, about um, sort of being afraid that this is already done like am i just gonna you know be redundant or something that yeah. that is also one of the biggest 
um, uh, points of self-doubt that any creator has, mm. any blogger, any mm. communicator, any pastor. I am very, very familiar with that fear because yeah. that that rises up in me every day. And mm. my, the, the people that help me to overcome things like that is just knowing that being reminded that we're unique, that we are all unique mm. creations in Christ, right? So if anybody listening right now, families, if you're watching this or listening and you have struggled with the same thing, like, well, why, why create that? It's already out there. Or she, or she's already done that really well. God has given you your personality, your perspective, and your voice to use in this world, and it's all valuable. It yeah. all is. So do it. Do it. Don't amen. be afraid of doing it. I'm so glad that you went for it, Vince, because this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this take is just great. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the album itself. It's called yeah. The Greatest Story Ever Told. And the, yeah. the album cover is too cute. It's, it's, it's like, it's a little cartoony. It has uh, characters on the front. You'll, you'll see it there. But the songs inside, what made you choose sort of the order of the songs? Was your objective to go from the beginning of the Bible chronologically down? Or how did you figure out how to do that? Yes, yeah. So we, we kind of bounced a bunch of ideas. Do we want to try to go through the order of books as they are in the table of contents? Or do we want to try to go through the order of events as they actually happened in history? Mm. And it felt like for the sake of it feeling like a story and moving through time that way, that it was gonna work better to tell the story in terms of history like how they actually happened in history. So like episode one goes from, from creation to God choosing Abraham. Yeah. Um, and Job actually lived in that time period. Now he's not right after Genesis in the table of contents, right. but that's when Job actually lived. So Job is in episode one. We followed that the whole way through. And it was interesting too. I, I looked up a bunch of different, you know, how do people break up the history of you know the historical timeline of the bible and everyone breaks it at pretty much the same places mm -hmm. so that also felt like nice confirmation there kind of it is like an episode one through twelve towards the end people break it up a little different depending on a few things but it's you know it's creation abraham and then it's abraham to his descendants living in egypt then it's the journey out of egypt that's three and then four is kind of taking over the promised land five of the judges you know six is the day within the beginning of the kingship so that all worked really well. The only place we deviated a little bit was the Book of Chronicles retells the story mm -hmm. that's found in First and Second Kings. So we kind of, but that was written at the time of when the Israelites came back from exile. Mm -hmm. So we kind of snuck that in there and said, "Hey, by the way, when they came back from exile, somebody retold the history and they put it down in Chronicles." Awesome, awesome. So yeah, it was really um, it was humbling to me too because I've actually been to seminary so when I sat down to write I was like this is gonna be easy and then I was like I don't remember any of this stuff. <laughs> I don't oh, remember man. when you know I don't remember when Job lived compared to the rest of the timeline and what's Obadiah about and so, yeah <laughs> I, really I, I totally, yeah you know oh I totally get that you know okay fun fact about me too I haven't shared this with you yet but um, I went to Bible college. I majored in theology and philosophy oh, in cool. California. Cool. So, like, yeah. at the time, I wasn't like, oh, I want to be a pastor. Like, I'm, I'm going to be a teacher, you know, and I wanted to, to know what I believe because I grew up in church, right? 
And uh, I was like, God, I want to learn theology. I want to be confident and secure in your word. And so that's the path that I took, like educationally. And so yeah, yeah. I, I hate to say, this is not a knock on my wonderful university at all. But as a young 20-something, those Old Testament classes were the most boring to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, but I'm just like, oh, a major and minor prophets, okay. Um, right. How does this apply? I want life applicable stuff. And right. it just wasn't the time. Like, I, I think I just mentally checked out. But I have learned more about the Old Testament being a parent mm. than at any other time. And you know what? Mm. Right now in classical conversations, we're in cycle one right now, and it's all about ancient history. Mm. And we go from Mesopotamia through, you know, Egypt and the pharaohs. And that's the easy part, the story of Moses. But yeah. when we come to the time of like Jeremiah's, of exile and Jeremiah and then Isaiah and all the minor prophets, I'm like, I am all of a sudden drawing <laughs> lines to the yeah. time period because we're doing the CC timeline. I'm seeing time period plus scripture and it's all coming alive. Like it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. That's yeah. so cool. And it doesn't it make you want to read the Bible? <laughs> it does. It makes me want to read all of those little prophets that I ignored for so long. All right. Yeah. It's like I know. now I know why they were writing and when they were writing and what was going on in the big story. I had the same experience. I had to go back and research, figure it all out, and then I was like, I want to read this stuff. <laughs> That is super humbling. It is. It is. Because, yeah, you know, adults, yes. like, and it just proves that we're just never done learning scripture. There's always uh, something else that God wants to show us and point us to. And his faithfulness. He is so faithful. So yeah. I was excited when I discovered the greatest story ever told album to just see that, okay, praise God, this was written and sung in story form and it mm. rhymes and it's got a yeah. fun tune and fun beats yeah. and all of the different beats and i even saw on there okay we're going to talk about the fact that you also made a devotional book to go with it which is available yeah, yeah. for download but first i want to say that i saw snippets of the actual musical that you guys created yes. with your church that was incredible Oh my yes. gosh, can we get a script for that, too? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, actually, yeah, we're working on also trying to get the musical in, like, a boxed-up form if other churches want to do it or Christian theater companies or whatever. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, so yeah, uh, we'll include links to all this stuff, uh, friends. It's a whole musical. So these songs for the kids from your church performed, and mm -hmm. and it breaks it up with little dialogue, like a girl's talking to her friend, then she's talking to her dad about what this all means, and then they yes. sing the song that is from yes. the album. So it's it's a teaching type of musical. I would love to see other churches perform this for sure. Yeah. So we'll, we'll yep. include that video link so you can see it. Um, in the show notes as well. And so Vince, talk to us about the devotional book. What brought that about? We're really using these songs as kind of the core of our Sunday school curriculum now on Sunday morning. So our teachers are teaching through the songs and every age group is doing the same story from the same song the same day. We are in the process too of making videos that are like a similar idea as the musical, their kids acting them out and talking to each other about the story. So we play those videos on Sunday morning. Um, so the devotional was written firstly to be like the take home piece of our Sunday school curriculum. So a kid comes to church Sunday morning, they hear the story of Abraham, they watch a video of kids acting out the story of Abraham and they get home and their parents have a book 
with a devotional that matches that story that has the lyrics from the album and intertwined with it. So there's one devo- there's 50 or 48 devotionals. We left a few Sundays out because we do some other events on Sunday mornings throughout the year and kind of take a mm-hmm. break from the curriculum. Mm-hmm. But the devotionals, you know, they're designed to go through in a year as mm-hmm. a family. Mm-hmm. If somebody likes the CD and wants to talk through the story of the CD as a family, uh, the devotional would work great even if your church isn't doing it on Sunday mornings. So there's some starter questions, there's a little passage to look up and read, there's an explanation of the passage, and as you read through it, it's trying to connect each story to the following story so you can trace the journey. And then there's also a coloring page, so it's like devotional on one side and then coloring page on the other side with a picture of the story you just read that you can color in. So Yes, I love a good coloring page. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So this devotional book is available right now in PDF form on the, your church's website. So we'll definitely connect that link. And families, the whole devotional book is about it's a little over two hundred ish pages long. So what it's you're, big, yeah. yeah, what you're going to want to do is what you do with other uh, homeschool materials. If you've ever purchased a digital download, send that that um, file right over to Office Depot or, or wherever you can get materials bound and ask them to bind it for you so that it's an actual notebook. Um, you guys eventually, I know you said before, you want to have things like this available and like a hard copy to sell, but that's just not ready yet, yeah? Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, so right. the, the same with the CDs too. Eventually, and we're all gonna, I, I'm gonna send people to your links when you're ready with an actual shop to purchase these things, but for right now, families, this stuff is free. This stuff is free through his church's website. And things, ever things change, we'll change the links and things like that. But for right now, take advantage of this and uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Pass this around because this is an amazing resource for families to yeah. use to teach your kids the Bible. This is so great. Thank you so much. Do you have any kind of advice or encouragement for families? So every Sunday I'm in classrooms with kids, getting to know them, watching them, and it is so obvious the kids whose parents are investing in their faith in between Sundays and the kids whose parents aren't. That might sound a little heavy if you know if you're listening to this and maybe you haven't invested in your kids' faith, you know, reading the Bible, praying together, but what they hear from you as parents goes so much farther than what they could even hear from the best Sunday school teacher. Even if you're so, so, so busy you have way more access to your kids than the 90 minutes a Sunday school teacher does on Sundays. When you show them what it means to pray, what it means to read the Bible, you're teaching them that God doesn't just live at church, but He is with you all the time. And um, yeah, it just goes so far. So putting the time in your schedule, a little bit of time here and there, pray, read the Bible, um, just does wonders for kids to really understand what it means to follow Jesus. You've been listening to episode 51 of the Practical Family Podcast. That was Vince Pieri, children's pastor at High Point Church in Madison, Wisconsin, and songwriter and creator of the greatest story ever told, children's album, and much, much more. As Vince mentioned, we have the devotional book that goes along with the album that you can use with your child or with your Sunday school class to follow along with the songs in this album. It's a great way 
way to connect real life to church life to home life. And that's what we're all about. We want the kids to have a full understanding of who God is, how active He is in our lives, and to see their place in the greatest story ever told that can be found in the pages of scripture. So go to the show notes and download that devotional book today. You can find out more about what Vince is doing by going to highpointchurch.org. And we will also let you know at practicalfamily.org and on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest pages when Vince comes out with more great stuff to share. Again, go ahead and sign up at the Practical Family community page. Go to practicalfamily.org and sign up to be on the newsletter list. Join the community right there. You'll see on the homepage and you'll get access to our freebie library where we already have over 40 printable resources compiled as well as the uncut, unedited, raw versions of these podcast interviews. Joining the community means that you are on the inside and you get exclusive looks at what is happening with Practical Family and the chance to be part of us reaching families for Christ and building that firm foundation in your home. Thanks again for joining. Go ahead and rate us on iTunes when you get a second. And as always, the Practical Family Podcast exists to help you and families like yours to build strong foundations and healthy homes.